Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I gave it a go. I put about 15 hours. Can't say I didn't give it a go. I played more Atomic Heart than I have Starfield. It's fucking delinquent behaviour, that is. <laughs> I did. I, I, I binged it because I wanted to complete it um, like this weekend, though, because I wanted to complete it in time for Dead Space. So, um, yeah. Um, okay. All right. So we are. We're all good yeah, to go. Well, for your light, I wouldn't worry about your light. Just, just whatever. Yeah. It's very, like, two-shaded, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah two-faced. all right. Um, but, yeah, no, we're um, we're good to go. You you right there, Deck? You finished munching? I finished munching. I've got a little coffee cup. Um, it says, I fucking love you on it. Oh, look at that. How cute is that? It's great, I guess. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Shall we do this? Mm -hmm. Shall we get wiggling? Yeah, go. Go, go, go. Okay. Hi, everybody. Happy Sunday. Um, This is episode 117 of the Quick Resume podcast. It's obviously a very special number, that isn't it? Yeah, we have to talk about. We have to talk about Master Chief. Yeah, it's unavoidable. So, um, if you're joining us for the first time, or you're a return viewer, or if you're just here to send us a lot of money, um, my name's Deck. Um, That over there is Tim. Hello. And that person down there, that's Caden. Hello. Um. So it's been a bit of a light news week. We've both we've all been busy boys this week, haven't we? I, I think I would say, like by the regular weeky like gaming brain standards, it's been a reasonably busy week. Um, Tim, I want to hear about Atomic Heart, man. I want to hear about what's the quick resume view of Atomic Heart. What's going on there? Well, the, and also the why? Also well, why? <laughs> because it was in my shortlist to play, and chat voted on it last week and it was atomic heart you've got to respect chat so they didn't it was a 50 50. no it wasn't yeah, it was no they were atomic heart one it's a 50 50 and then you tossed a coin oh you, yeah you yeah blanked out on that bit yeah but still was it between was it atomic heart and hellblade did you say and hellblade yeah, yeah. and i and i tossed a coin i did it the only fair way that i could and we did it live on stream. It's all fucking there. So don't call me out on my bullshit. Uh, anyway, uh, Atomic Heart was fine. Bullshit. <laughs> Wasn't it? Kind <laughs> of wish I don't think Tom played It was, yeah, it was like a solid, like, it was like a solid seven and a half out of ten. Like, it, it, didn't, it didn't blow me away with anything in particular. Uh, the best thing about it was it's, um, was like it's setting. Like the whole fucking Soviet Russia like 
alternate timeline yeah alternate timeline robots that kind of shit that was quite interesting um and they did that pretty well um but yeah combat was like it yeah i guess the best way i can put it is it's bioshocky right it's kind of like it gives like bioshock infinite vibes um a little bit but it's just a little bit less interesting in kind of every way the powers are a little bit more dumbed down there's some pretty cool ones like telekinesis and all that kind of stuff um but it takes a while to get going um but yeah i mean the combat's fine there's definitely nothing bad about it it's punchy it feels good the powers are pretty good um enemy variety is not bad although i was fighting a lot of the same stuff um towards the end it got a bit samey i will say i i would have liked it to finish a few hours earlier i think it dragged on a little bit too long um because i think it it was probably like a, i think it's like a 16 to 18 hour game uh i think it could have benefited from being like a 14 to 15 or something wait and you did that in one day no, not one day. I've been playing it for like oh, four right. days. No, no, no. Oh, right. I, okay. I started it like um, earlier in the week. Um, right. Okay. So, yeah. But I mean, overall, it was just, yeah, I, I agree with the reviews it got. Um, you know, a seven, seven and a half, you know, a good time. And I think anyone who likes time. Bioshock Infinite will like this game. You know, I don't think you're going to like it nearly as much, but it, it definitely gives you those vibes. Um, and I think you'll have a good time. You what? Mm. Kind of gets the same itch that Bioshock hasn't really been around for a while. That similar yeah. kind of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, yeah. So I, d- I didn't have a bad time at all, um, and I've always wanted to play it. I've I've been interested since it was announced and all the lead up to it and everything. I found it quite an interesting game. So, um, but yeah, was it? To... What? Well, hang on, no, because I want to know. Hang on, I've got a lot of questions about Atomic Heart. Like, isn't mm. there like a? Because in the trailers, I remember seeing like a, a like a is it like a lunchbox or like I can't remember what it was. It was like a lunchbox with a face like rolling around, chatting shit. I, I'm. I don't think I there was ever lots of... encountered that. <laughs> or maybe an apple. <laughs> like I don't know. There was a lot of like anthropomorphic shit with faces on it. it just and it's. I was always like, why is that a thing? There was some weird like robot faces and stuff, but. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, to be fair, I didn't do much of the side stuff. Like, the, the game actually has, like, an open world to it. Like, it's it's really right. weird. It, like, opens up, like, completely. Um, and you can go exploring and drive cars around the map and all that kind of shit. But I actually kind of didn't... I think that was one of the bits I actually didn't like about the game the most. Because it has this really annoying shit where, because all the robots are turned against you or whatever, and there's, like, surveillance cameras everywhere... So then they have, and they're really hard to see. So there's just this really annoying mechanic where if you're like spotted by a camera or if you engage in combat, you've got like a threat level in your top right. You know, like GTA, like yeah, you know that a sort of thing. system. And nice. every day, it's, it's all the time, and then it's just like it instantly goes to like two or three, and and then just so much shit mm. just turns up, and it's quite a, like a resource management game, like you scavenge for like ammo and stuff like that a little bit. And it really? Just, it, it kind of turned me off um, doing any of the open world stuff, um, to be honest. Um, it but... it kind of sounds like they bit off a bit more than they could chew, maybe. They're I like, let's so. make a Bioshock, like Russian Bioshock, then let's add some survival, then let's add some GTA, then let's yeah. add some open world. And it's like, maybe... Hmm. <laughs> I mean, the ammo is not too bad, but like, yeah, it's like... I don't know, you needed it for a lot of like boss fights and main mission stuff. And if you used it on all the side stuff, and didn't recoup it fully 
it would just make everything else a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, so I didn't really do much of that. So I don't really know what they were going for, but it completely turned me off and I didn't really do any of it. Um, it was just annoying. I, I just didn't constantly want to be wanted. Like I would have driven around and explored more if I wasn't being constantly chased by an army of fucking robots. So um, I want to be wanted. Just a little bit too much. Um, but yeah, fine, decent. Uh, bosses were a little bit annoying. Some, uh, some of them. Uh, a little bit like janky. Like, you know when you like dodge a move, but you don't? But like you're like, I totally dodged that. You know, that sort of feeling. Right. Because it's kind of janky like, and unpredictable and weird. Like um, like the psychos throwing axes at you in Borderlands 2. Yeah. But they like, lob them and they like, exactly. bend in the air and hit exactly. you. And it's like, like what the fuck's that? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's there was a little bit of that. But I think, yeah, overall it's fine. I don't really have too much to say on it. Um, relatively pretty game. Like, scenery. Um, I think models like character models of like the humans and the faces was a bit dated that wasn't great but like actual like gun in your hand um powers robots like um environments that was all actually quite quite pretty to be honest it was quite it was quite a nice looking game so yeah decent cool fine any thoughts on any of that caden or if not what have you been playing yeah well atomic heart has always been it was on my list for a while, like you said, Bioshock vibes and Infinite is, as we've talked about before, like one of my favorite games of all time. Like, mm-hmm. so I was always interested in it, but then when the reviews came out, it was kind of what I expect. And kind of hear what you said is kind of exactly what I expect. I'm not going to get surprised in any way. So yeah, it's just a yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hugely fast. I can, I can put it on the side and be fine with it. Mm. Um, but things I'm playing this week, I mean. Been playing a lot of the uh, Tekken closed network tests this weekend. Been having a great time mm-hmm. that. Um, really enjoying it. Uh, the netcode is actually pretty good. Tekken's been famous for not having very good netcode at all. But this one feels pretty good. Feels pretty reliable. Not had any kind of problems yet. Maybe nice. one game. And oh, I was talking about good. Mortal Kombat weeks ago, and that wasn't too great. So what's it, the, it feels good. What's the sort of player levels for this closed beta test? Like, uh, Is it quite... Is it like open? Like, are there loads of people playing? No, and so like it's, it's still a closed one. So this one is it's accessible if you purchase the premium and ultimate edition, but you can also sign up for it as well. Okay. Uh, and if you've had access to the other ones, you can come into this one for free. Well, I think like you don't have to sign up for it; you just get in. Um, okay. So typically, in these kind of things, it's people who want to play the game, so they kind of know how to play. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, been loving it, been, been really enjoying it. But one thing I find about Tekken is so hard to play new characters because the move lists are like they're like books. Like King, my character, he's got two hundred moves. Like Jesus. that's just yeah, that's absurd. Um, There's not enough buttons on the controller for that. How are they doing that? <laughs> hey? It's yeah, it just keeps on going, dude. Um, and then when you try and learn a new character, it, it's like. They've got 150 moves or 80 moves, and it's just like, ah, oh, I don't know what's going on anymore. Would you say Tekken's more hardcore then? Would you say it's more of a hardcore fighting game? Yeah, Tekken is tough. It's a really tough fighting game. Like if you're if you're just casually into fighting games, I mean, Tekken's really good for like button mashing because you can do like really cool stuff. But like, if you're trying to get into fighting games, Tekken is really tough to mm-hmm. to like 
figure out just pick up along the way yeah 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 it's whereas more combat is probably the easiest pick up and play and you can do cool stuff and that's it but tekken is it's just purely knowledge based like if this person's spamming this one thing if you don't know what the answer to it is they can just win so yeah, yeah. Hmm. fair enough fair that's enough. what i've been playing this weekend i try i don't think i've played anything else this week bit of siege bit of, bit of infinite yeah, I built up Halo for the first time in a long time. I was going to segue onto that maybe a little bit later on when we start talking about Halo a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I built up Halo in over a year. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good time because I'll um, I'll go into my bit about sort of what I've been playing, and then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just go straight into to Halo and how that's feeling and how we're feeling about that. Um, so I've still been playing Cocoon. What a fucking game! I'm surprised oh, to not finish with that by now. Is it quite? Is yeah, it so am I. Quite long. It seems long. So I'm looking at playtime, and you're on like seven hours plus, and I finished it in four hours. So I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> well, it's because I'm leaving the game um, on idle and stuff, um, and I, like I'm only I'm only playing it for like half an hour at a time. It's a good like in between stuff happening game, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like easy to quick resume into, get like a puzzle done, and move on. To, and then I like leave it idle until I've got like a half an hour between fox eating or whatever, going mm. to sleep. Um, but man, that game is so good. Um, yeah, I think like the average finish time probably is maybe six oh, hours. Yeah, four. it's yeah that four four to six maybe sounds right. Um, but I think I'm like in the final stretch um, and the puzzles have picked up. You should have heard me. I was in a party with Caden last night and I was like, I can't do it, man. I can't figure this out. I was like, I feel I'm, I feel so stupid. I'll like, explain it to me. I'll see if I can remember and help you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, uh, uh. What colors your balls? You're like, what? Yeah, yeah, stop it. <laughs> Ask me those intimate questions. Um, yeah, but we got there in the end. So yeah, no, that, that game's so good. It's such a nice palate cleanser. It's probably one of the best Game Pass editions in a while for me. Um, so yes, we're playing that. I don't think we're playing anything else other than yeah, Bit of Siege. And yeah, it's, uh, Halo Infinite since the um, update came out uh, for Season 5. Um I think it's reckoning i want to say it's reckoning that's what it's called i think so um yeah. i don't really know where to start with this topic um i suppose we've all played it a little bit because the season's just started so maybe if i just throw it to you guys like how are you feeling as people who are maybe a bit cooler on halo in general um like generally how are you feeling about the, the franchise how are you feeling about the game um i'll just throw it out to whoever wants to <laughs> speak you can, go. you can go if you want Caden. You're, you're, you're the yeah, coolest um, on Halo. So. Yeah, well, like I was saying, like, I, I've not touched Halo for a long time. And and that was never due to how, like, the gameplay of the game itself is. It's a, it's a re weird one, because if someone says they love Halo, I'll be like, yeah, fair enough. Awesome game. Mm. But I think people like us who dot around and play hundreds of games a year kind of thing, I think it's a quite a tough game to stick around and play. Mm. So... I think when we do go through these Halo phases, it's going to be awesome, going to be really good fun. But again, I don't see me sticking around for a long time, for the long, for the long run at least anyway. At least until maybe next season or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely in the same boat as Caden, I mean, since this game launched. I, I, outside of season one, where I like binged it, uh, exactly the same as Caden. Like it just couldn't hook my attention. Um, I loved the gunplay and the 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 combat to combat moments. Didn't have any issues with that. 
but it just couldn't hook me and just keep me there. Um, and I think obviously that's the case with like 90% of Halo Infinite players. I think there's a lot of people out there, uh, whether they bash on Halo or whether they love Halo Infinite, a lot, most of them, if not all of them, agree that the game does feel good. Um, it's just a lack of yeah like content which obviously they're they're definitely fixing like their last couple of seasons have been pretty top-notch from what i hear so um and it's quite nice actually this gap i've taken because i've come back and now i have so much that i forgot existed or changed rather than just like one or two seasons worth i have like four seasons yeah. worth of, of little changes that have all mounted up to like kind of feel really fresh again um so no i'm I'm having a, a, a really good time on it to be honest um i had some jankiness of my internet because i live on a fucking farm um but i've sorted i've sorted that out now and yeah no it just feels good man um halo has always been a really nice feeling game um and they bought a lot of things that we've asked for as well like um i think technically we asked for multi-team like me and deck that's like a big one for us but they've they've done doubles which is kind of fun when did they put in doubles how long ago was that now i want to say it was last season okay so it's it's pretty recent okay um yeah which is just 2v2 yeah you what 2v2 is a thing in halo 5 right uh it's always been a thing it's been I a thing for ages yeah. but yeah remember yeah. me and you deck you played the hell out of 2v2 on halo 5 yeah we did we had a bit of time on halo 5 yeah hmm um so yeah that's that's always nice to see come back uh i like doubles um at some point i would like to see my multi-team come back which is just doubles but more right it's like two it's like five teams two, two. Two, two. um yeah. yeah so that's that's really good um Battle Royales before they were cool you know what i'm saying yeah yeah exactly actually speaking of which i actually saw um people are literally just making brs in, 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 in yeah. halo now yeah <laughs> with like with like maps and they're like combining it with like enemy ai as well as um pvp and there's like a closing ring and like everything and people are like recommending the top maps to download and play and all that kind of stuff so literally like just brs are being made by the community um so i i, I think halo is in a, a really really strong place right now um where if you keep your ear to the ground and you're actually a bit active with the community as well. I feel like you can get so much out of this game now with like Forge and yeah, like these BRs and firefight modes just being made and all kinds of shit. Um, so yeah, no, I'm having a, I'm having a good time with it. I'm actually looking forward to playing some more today, actually. So yeah, yeah. it was, um, it was, it was fun. I mean, I mean, I'm interested, Caden, for someone who maybe isn't, I mean, yeah, for someone who maybe feels that Halo couldn't hook you, like, could it? Or is it just that the gameplay doesn't feel like it grooves with you? I think I, I don't I don't think it's a game thing now. I think it's more like a me thing now. Like hey, it's not you, it's me. I feel like it's like when you're a kid, you get that one game and you get stuck on it. You know what I mean? And, and like whereas now, because we're all adults, I see something I want, I'll get it and I'll play it and it's awesome. And I'll see something else, I'll get it, I'll play it and it's awesome. So like. I don't think it's actually, in my opinion, it's not really Halo. It's probably more so a case of just I wanted to play everything. So there's just too yeah, much, yeah, yeah. too much other stuff yeah. out there that piques your interest constantly. Exactly. You, like, yeah, you play yeah. what your friends are playing, and I think, but I think this is important, right? Because I think Halo was always the king of that. 
like Halo was back in the day, it used to be this thing that you'd hop on with your friends and there was a variety of game modes for however many you had. And you had like laid back game modes and you had stupid ones and you had more competitive ones if you wanted to do that. And so I think that's where the direction that Infinite is finally going, where it's like yesterday, Tim, we were playing, there were six of us, wasn't there, Caden? Yeah. And we were playing squad battle, which I think we, me and you played once, Tim, maybe, but it's, it's like the 8v8 kind of throwback mode. It's like not quite big team battle, but a bit bigger than like slayer or quick play mm. um and it's with a lot of like halo 3 and halo 2 maps um and it feels good that the, the flow of those maps are really good and the size feels good does it have uh, it's a really popular mode it has it has vehicles yep um and i think it's just a really nice compromise where it's not like btb where it feels like these games are totally out of your control but it's a bit yeah. smaller um yeah. where if it was kind of like big team slayer almost i don't know if that's ever a real mode but, you know, big team quick play you know yeah, because what what is uh B BTB's sixteen versus sixteen, right? So it's half the I size you, essentially. I th I think you might be right. Yeah, I'd have to check. So it's essentially fifty percent. I I think it's sixteen versus sixteen. Sounds mm. about right. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely coming back. Um, and they're they're, they're starting to add like just really cool uh, there's just. You can tell they're having more fun with it as well. I feel the devs. I I don't feel like they're taking it. I don't want to say as seriously, but they're just having more fun with it. Like maps that are coming out uh, have like you know like like teleporters on them again, and there's like shit like you shoot like yeah. the needler cave stuff. The needlers, like, yeah. Map interactions. It's not necessarily competitive because all that stuff's really gimmicky and stuff like that. But they're just having more fun with it, which I feel the like the community. Well. Um, the skins, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, the that's, skins that's are. When I come to the Halo store, was actually these skins, I, I want them. Whereas in the old one, I yeah. don't care about any of these. Yeah, like, ge like generally, that skin at the end of the newest battle pass, you know, like the unicorn fucking one, which you used to yeah. have in Halo Three, I think it was like a Halo Three or a Halo Reach one. You know, the Spartan armor that had like a unicorn horn on it and stuff like that. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. It. It's literally that, but like corrupted with like flood and stuff like that, and it just looks really sick. Yeah, it just looks awesome. It, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, Kane, I'm sure you're aware as well. But you know, th there was a massive leadership shakeup um, uh, at three four three earlier in the year. Mm. Like, I can't remember when exactly it was. What happened? But but the leadership changed, um, and and uh, you know, there had been some speculation that the leadership was some of the reason that um, there was so much. Uh, development trouble over at, uh, with, with infinite you know it ended up coming out pretty well when, when it thankfully but yeah. they could have been in a better position to keep the service going once once the game landed uh, which they weren't uh, but since that leadership has gone it, uh, the guy who took over master chief collection has now taken over the leadership of halo infinite oh, okay. um so he came in at master chief collection you know which everybody now considers like a really fantastic game but obviously we all know what happened at launch so he's now come over for infinite as well and it seems like like you said to him it seems like everyone's I don't know what they're doing over there, but it's they're doing something, right? Like something's. I don't know yeah. what has happened. Like what the previous leadership was doing. Were they making them like type with one one hand? Like I don't yeah. understand. But new, new I will agree with you. They got like a mojito bar. Everyone's just like relaxed, just like, yeah. chilling out, <laughs> yeah. just making content. Yeah. Takiri. Yeah, yeah, get it in. <laughs> Pina Colada. Because I'm with you, man. Like one of one of the criticisms I had of launch infinite. Um, was that it was even though it felt great and it still does like the sandbox feels great I, I'm happy with all of that um, it it felt like there was a bit too much of a, a shift towards like competitiveness mm. like hyper competitiveness and it was like oh, I, I don't like cause some of the guns are like 
like you know the commando like i kind of suck with the commando our friend jake is like amazing with that guy i don't commando. understand how he does it it's yeah. i don't know man i just find it so hard to use but it's like you know what i mean like that is a pro gun it's yeah. this tiny dot in the middle of your fucking screen and you have to track people with it yeah, yeah. Good, man. <laughs> I, I i really like it as well it is good do you tap fire Maybe it's just you hold down the trigger I have to tap fire it or I yeah, I can't get I, killed. I used to do that, but I feel like now just hold down the trigger and slightly hold the analog stick down to stop the vertical recoil and you can melt people. That's all you really need to do. Yeah. Give me a BR. That's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, the, new bandit, the bandit is sick. I do like that. I like the bandit. The yeah. scoped bandit in particular is, is yeah, real nice. That is really good, yeah. And that's new. That, that just came in with this update. Um... So, yeah, I'm really happy with the direction of some of that. And more importantly, yeah, there's, there's like a lot of content flowing. Um, Like, there's loads of game. I thought I was reasonably on top of, like, the Halo Infinite news. But since we played doubles, Tim, we played Scrub Battles the last night, and so I played some other game modes. I keep coming into maps. I'm like, what is this? How do yeah. I not know what this... Because they, they're using Community Forge maps, and there are some of them where you can tell this is a forge map, but then there are other ones where you really can't. I, mm. I'm like, a lot of the time, I'm like, I don't know if this is a forge map or not. Um, which is, I think, where they wanted to be for Forge. You know? So it's um, it's just nice for there to be a lot now. So many game modes, so many maps. Um, you know, it's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think it's definitely in the best place it's been this season. Um, I think the resurgence in numbers as well shows that. I know, like people always get lost in the Steam. I mean, the first thing I see when a Halo get when Halo Infinite gets an update are people fucking zooming into the steam fucking numbers charts yeah. and it's just like oh it keeps those steam numbers it's like, yeah it's just like oh but like it, it does show because i think it has like it's it's gone up like drastically like um and i've seen so many positive videos on it about the community and the community that i've seen people fucking bash and say they're never playing halo again you know they're saying positive things about this and so yeah no it's always good to see you love a comeback story yeah, hopefully we're on that trajectory. And I just wanted to throw out that to Caden for a minute because um, of what you were saying earlier, it reminded me when we booted up the game, Caden. And again, this is thinking for someone maybe who plays on Xbox but doesn't necessarily click with Halo or, or, or um, has never really given it a go. When we booted into Halo, you were like, why is this is so smooth? <laughs> you were like, this is so smooth and Siege isn't. So I, I guess I just kind of wanted to hear, like, um, do, do, is there anything to you which is like turning you off with the gameplay or is it does it feel good enough that most people can hop in and enjoy it like, like what's your take um hmm. i mean like like you know you just said there like i do love the gameplay it's it's buttery smooth like it, yeah like siege is 120 fps but it feels like 20 you know what i mean it feels horrible but <laughs> in a unique way but halo just fit it feels how bloody fast it is it feels great um i think probably I'm just not too keen on like the kind of the whole. I know it's a team shooter, but like, I think I'm not too keen on like, the AR kind of like one v one thing where it's like you get a one v one, you win it, and then as soon as someone shows up, there's no counterplay. It feels like because you've you've just had an AR battle, so you've already cracked or whatever. Yeah. So whereas at least if you give me a BR and they've got a BR, I can just beat them, and then I can feel like I've got a nice chance against the second guy. So. Mm. I, I feel like to me personally it's a little bit too much one for one mm. uh, I would agree obviously I'm a huge Halo player so like you know yeah I've, I, I've always you, felt the same way about Halo 
Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, why, like I said, VR, and I think I would prefer it if everybody had the VR. And I know a lot of people don't like that because it's not very. Although, I mean, there are game modes like that. that have that. Ranked yes, yeah, two, everyone starts with what? a with a bandit and ranked, so you have that DMR. You know, you can three tap yeah. someone if you're better, and then move on to the next person. Get better kind of feeling, and yeah. having someone with the AR just run at you. Yeah, you can kill them, but you're cracked, and you can't do anything about the other guy coming around the corner. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that would be just more a Halo uh, nitpick more so than a kind of. Yeah, it's it's a different style of play. I think it's really interesting. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting because like I, um, like I kind of I I, <laughs> I know what you mean because you have to, and then I watch like Jake again, our friend who's really good at Halo. I, like, I watch him play. And he will like gun someone down and premeditate corridors with grenades. Like he'll throw it before he knows someone's coming, but he's just doing mm. banking it on the fact that someone's about to come around that corner. Mm. And if they do, their shield's down and it's, you know, it's, it's now a fair game. Um, so yeah, it's a different style of play. And I'm totally with you. And it's not sort of generally, it's not a game where you go on like kind of kill streaks, is it? Like you usually yeah. come out with KDs, you know, you come out with like a 2K or whatever, you know, if you're having I'm a game. I'm a KD, mate. I'm obsessed. In, in, ba- in the big team battle, of, you know what I mean? I'll, just give me all the kills. I don't care about the objective. Fuck that. I know. Oh. Yeah, this kid. I know <laughs> yeah. he's the worst. Sick. Yeah, on three separate occasions, he said to me last night, fucking, it must suck to be below me on the leaderboard. I mustn't have deck. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To be fair, I was getting objective time yesterday. I was getting objective time. You're rocking it, man. You're I mean, there's all, it's always good to have a Caden on the team, someone who just just kill horse, right. because then that enables everyone else to don't encourage get him more objective time. No, no, it's fine to have some of them, <laughs> just not too many of them. Some of then them, because then, yeah. then it just falls <laughs> apart. But like, you like need... a blister, yeah, like a rash. You, you <laughs> need... Just a little bit. You need some people to focus on kills more than more than OBJ, because <laughs> yeah. then that allows other people to do the the OBJ. But yeah, too many of them, and it just fucking falls apart. Um, but yeah, it is, it is quite funny. But yeah, I, I I agree with the whole Halo thing as well. It just yeah, it just takes some getting used to and map rotations, and you have to keep an eye on the power weapon spawns and stuff like that. You know. Sometimes if yeah. you slip and get into a gunfight when you shouldn't have and you should have actually been making your way to the power weapon and then like you don't get it and then fucking I don't know, you just you die three more times as a result of you just not being there to get that power weapon and it's just it's it's kind of annoying. Um yeah, there could be a lot going on sometimes outside of just Definitely. I need to shoot a, a person. And that's the thing about it. I think superficially Halo seems like a very simple game, but like you actually have quite a lot you need to process mm. like enemy locations on the map the power weapons just everything really um so yeah it, it, to me it's a very like halo is a game of low lows and high highs because yeah. when i'm doing well on halo i feel like a fucking god like i actually feel like mm. i'm just thanatos like zipping around and executing people and i don't know <laughs> god, i don't know where it comes from yeah thanks Jeez. um Cool. Uh, yeah, well, well, it's been a, it's been a nice discussion to have. Um, yeah, like Tim said, that the play accounts have come back up. Um, on I don't know if you guys have, have seen it, but on Xbox, you know, the most played tab that's usually monitored to get a vague sense of how well games are doing in terms of play accounts. Um, it usually hovers in the top forty, maybe forty five. In the I can only speak for our Xbox, so the UK uh, territory. Um, but it's come up to sort of the top twenty now. Um, Starfield is, by the way, still holding in the top five. Um, but uh, Siege is still up there as well. 
Like the game is so popular on Xbox. So it's Ark. I, I keep bringing this up, but what's going on? <laughs> Why is everyone playing Ark so much in the top 10? Like, I, on Xbox in particular, it has a really big following. I, I don't know why. No other survival games, really, I guess. Grounded. Grounded's on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Grounded is in, the, is in the top 50 somewhere, yeah. People just like um, dinosaurs, don't they? Yeah, Fucking dinosaurs, get me in. <laughs> it's basically all it is. Until you find out you need to feed that dinosaur five hours worth of narco berries to actually be able to do anything with it. And then you realize, why did I actually install this game? Fucking thing. I like how you remember the names of the berries as well. I hate it. I, the amount of times narco I've berries. said narco berries in my life is astounding. <laughs> I've said it more than most other words, I think. Really? That's your most said word, you think? It's, it's probably up there. When we had our arc phase, the amount of times I was like, yeah. oh, are the narco berries? Anyone got any narco berries? I'm going to go get some narco berries. <laughs> it's fucking, it's like the only thing I said. Oh, yeah. Arc's funny, a weird man. one. Yeah, it is a weird one. Um, so, yeah. Um, anything else there? Um, Infinite hit number six on Seam Stales on, on the season five release day, and it hit the highest play counts um, since February 2022 on Steam. So, yeah, you know, th these are some good looking numbers, um, although not as good as Battlefield 2042's Redemption arc, it would seem. Like, that got up to 200k on Steam um, on its recent. On its recent uh, I'm not for going back into it, you know, like, because I was more of a Battlefield boy than a. I don't own it. Day. I don't know that either. Battlefield <laughs> 3 is my absolute favorite game, I think. Battlefield 3. Um, so I'd love to jump back into Battlefield. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm kind of the other way around. I, I never really got into Battlefield. I always liked the idea of it. I always like really liked the idea of it. But then whenever I play it, I can never get into like flow properly. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind Battlefield of the same. Is... Uh, I did enjoy 3. 3 was good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't own um twenty forty two. Is it twenty forty two? Is that what we said it was called? Yeah. Um, uh is it on Games Pass? I think so. Well it's free, uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, it has a it had a, like a twenty hour demo, which is what we used I to don't play think it. It was free. Maybe it's why do I own it? Um, I thought you refunded it. You're probably why still playing you? on the demo. You're probably still just playing the demo on EA Play, which you get through Ultimate, through Game Pass Ultimate. Mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> you probably bought it in your sleeve. You no, because I remember I bought it and I instantly. Yeah, EA Play. I'm guessing it's a yeah. Do you have the EA Play subscription? Because maybe it's just you just have it forever because you have EA Play. Is that a thing? Maybe I don't. Know. Well, EA, Play, EA Play is part of Ultimate, isn't it? Oh, plus ultimate. Yeah. So if you have ultimate, then you probably just yeah. I guess you just have it. Yeah. Okay. No, Joaquin says it is on Games Pass. He just commented and said it. No, it is on oh, Games right. Pass. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, that's a good point actually. Maybe we should check in on. Yeah, chat. I was itching about saying David's neglecting him. Yeah, David's <laughs> asked a couple questions. Um, Hazardry's Hi-Fi Rush Two would be a really awesome game. I think Hi-Fi Rush sequel is in the works. And then he says about his so. previous comment I made about Hi-Fi sequel in the works after all successful game like Hi-Fi Rush deserves a sequel. Okay, so has this been like just very minor leaked that there might be a sequel in the works? Is there? Uh, I haven't seen anything, but maybe David knows something I don't. Um, mm -hmm. But either way, I'd like, like to yeah. See a sequel. Yeah, I'd like to see a sequel. Yeah. You, you played Hi-Fi Rush, didn't you, Ken? 
Pardon? Did you play Hi-Fi Rush? Can't remember. I did, but I, it was, I'm not too keen on it. Um, uh, staying cool because it's, it's not it's, it's not my kind of game. Um, yeah, it's weird. I've talked to Dan quite a lot about this because I know how much he loves it. Um, it yeah, it doesn't click with me. Um, but I think the art style, the characters, um, a lot of stuff about it. I would love to see a sequel, and other people like it, but I just it's not for me. Not my kind of game. Hmm. That's fair enough. Yeah. It also yeah. it feels like a slam dunk for Xbox as well, right? Like yeah. is, that's a pretty easy win for Tango to just make a slightly bigger sequel with a with a nice story, a new soundtrack. And it was awesome. So a second one, everyone will see it coming, and then they'll get all excited for it. And yeah, like it'll be, it'll be a good thing. With the new Activision Blizzard um, deal, they should bring back Guitar Hero and merge it with Hi-Fi Rush. That's what they should do. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hi-Fi Hero. Yeah. I can actually play it on instruments. Well, you have the option to it. <laughs> well, you have, but you hold the guitar at the end like Chai does, and you just fucking... Yeah, smash it. smashing it around. <laughs> you get 100 <laughs> you have to actually like, beat your guitar. Yeah, yeah. just actually shatter it on the floor, yeah. I think I'm going to copyright that, actually, just in case. <laughs> yeah, please That's do. That's my yeah. idea. That's, tra- that's trademarked <laughs> on Quick Resume Podcast, that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it feels like a slam dunk there. Um, I, I, I am I, like, there's a little bit of worry in me that I'm like, I, d- I don't know how. It depends what they do with it because like one of the best, you know, the best thing about Hi-Fi Rush, I think, was the system they made for it where it, it syncs your moves up to the beat. So it's kind of like an accessible rhythm game. I think that's what they tried to do. Mm-hmm. Like you never feel like you're completely spudding out. Like when you compared to something like um, uh, the Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Um, Hell Singer, that's the one. Um, that game, if you weren't oh. hitting notes, you weren't killing anything, and it was like quite difficult. Um, mm-hmm. There's another one that's really difficult as well. But so, like, I'm, I, my my point is, I don't know where they go oh, next. Cool. If it's just like telling a new story with a slightly big game, High Fire Rush doesn't need an open world, so they don't need to do any of that shit. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be interested if they do. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, they might have bottlenecked themselves a little bit into only doing a certain type of game, and where do they take it from there? But I, I, I definitely think it's got legs for a sequel, uh, an easy sequel, just to make another story uh, with it. But whether it goes beyond that as an IP, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and also, if they'll sh- shadow drop it, <laughs> that's nah. just like the tradition for the franchise. <laughs> just, boop. nah, they don't need to shadow drop it this time because it's nah, actually got some hype that. behind the name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just checking in on Joaquin there. Deck sucks with all the weapons. Tim looks like he has marijuana sheets. That made me laugh because, <laughs> like, it does. It does yeah, like it does. A... <laughs> I think my gran has a headboard like that. Yeah. Your what? My gran has a headboard like that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not my room. It's just it's like the spare room inside like a farmhouse. So, yeah, it literally is like decorated. Old One of 10 spare rooms. Yeah, uh, it's hilarious though. I, it, it did make me laugh when I looked around. It does look like marijuana. <laughs> and it's on Game Pass deck. Never knows anything. I fucking said that. I said it was on EA Play, which is on Ultimate. Which I did. It's fucking yeah, ass. But Tim's most said word is spunk, surprising no one. Where did, is he just making stuff up now? What's going yeah. on? Yeah, he's leaking our DMs. Not cool. Yeah, shit. Yeah, keep that on the low, please. 
Uh, I played Siege for five years and quit for my health. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it is one of those, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that, I, I can relate. I can relate with that one. <laughs> Salute to that. I did the same thing for Smite. I quit for my health on that. Oh. All right. As we sort of wind down the Halo conversation and move on to our next thing, then, um, just in terms of what's coming next. So, we know in this update there was 4JI, cross core helmets. That's really nice as well. We forgot to mention that. That you can like cross core with all your helmets now, all your visors. You can make some like really I mean, you cool. You can say that like it's a good thing, but that's a normal thing. It should have been yeah, there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I suppose. It's like career. Yeah, levels. like probably. I kind of don't. They're no longer losing. Yeah. Somewhat, right. but I, I do think it's comparable to like. It's just because they've made a big system with armor. It's comparable to like in any other game, you get a skin for one character and you can only use it for that character. It's just nobody views it that way. Mm. Like you wouldn't expect to buy a skin for Moira in Overwatch 2 and get it for every character. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but then Moira doesn't, have, Moira doesn't have eight different parts that you collect and customize her with that you get bit by bit. It's just a bit of pain. Do you know what I mean? But but yes, no, you are right. Like you are right. But nonetheless, it's still nice to have because they've had to yeah. rework the whole system for it. Um uh what's i can't remember what they said was coming up oh yeah um so we've got a new equipment coming in the season as well the repair field which is like it seems to be just a little healer thing the regenerator like in halo 3 but it also repairs vehicles cool we'll see how that goes uh, and then firefight coming in the season as well uh, the first pve content since the season started uh looks like you'll be able to get exp you know xp for your battle pass and everything um and the halo infinite ai is really fucking good so that's going to make a lot of people really happy mm. Yeah, I love Firefight. I was I was a big fan of Firefight in the previous Halo, so I'll be quite excited to uh, have a crack at this. And didn't they say it's going to be like a weird kind of Firefight, like zone? King of the Hill. Yeah, zone. So I think you hold five zones, and it gets increasingly hard. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other closing thoughts on Halo before we uh, leave this one in the dust? Um. I mean, career levels, I was going to say, but then I don't really want to oh, yeah. give a round of applause for that because that definitely should have been in right from the beginning, but I guess it's here now. Oh, and that's the fucking non-expiring battle passes. That was my final. Oh, I still do love that. I like that. I that still do love it, yeah. Just Forever. so good. Just why are people not doing this? Beautiful. Like, it, it At the end of the day, you paid for it, so what's, what's the exactly. point? There like, shouldn't be a time limit on what I paid, you know? It's not like I buy something, and if I don't fucking... Like, I buy something um, at Tesco's, and I don't eat it within 30 minutes, they just run out and take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's such a funny example. <laughs> hey, give me that chicken and bacon back. I see you. <laughs> you better eat that right now. Your time's expired. <laughs> Uh, um, but it's nice in it because you know it, it's it's good because even you can have these big breaks from the game and that's what it, it's why it would be nice if we speak about it more broadly for, for every game because you can have these big breaks from the game and come back knowing oh like look how much more there is for me to like work towards at my own pace and how I, you know and um however i want to do it uh that's not to mention you can get X, xp in custom games now as well so you know it's they've really just loosened up on that and yeah. the challenges are piss easy these days. Do you, if you remember what they were like on day one, Caden oh, and Tim, you know. Fuck me. I hated them. Ooh. I don't know. Isn't there one that was like, literally like stick a Spartan twice or something like that? Yeah. There was some bollocks, like, yeah. You had to do that in like a day. It's like, what? <laughs> Ridiculous. It's like just fluke. 
Yeah. There was kill someone with a repulsor as well. That was bollocks. Yeah, that was horseshit. There were so many bad ones. Uh, like, yeah. it, it was just frustrating. It, it made the game infuriating. But... All good changes. Keep it going. Keep feeding the 343 team, whatever you're feeding them, because it, it feels like this could actually be the team's redemption arc. I've liked all of 343's Halos, uh, yeah. but I can't ignore the fact that they've all come with a glaring problem. Um, I think Halo Infinite has the best foundation, maybe even of all. I like because Infinite is personally my favorite Halo. Controversial. Jesus um, Christ! I like. Why did you say? I know. That? You, you, we're we're all gonna get murdered. We're all gonna get murdered. You're complicit. Um, I like three a lot. Um, but I also like four. You know, I don't know. So um, I think it has the best foundation of all of them. Um, that team needs to just be co- needs to just keep cooking. So. Hmm. Agreed. Mm. all right let's move on then um did you guys see the uh you know you know and you've in um i was about to say new vegas you know in las vegas they've made that massive uh s- sphere have you, mm. do you know what i'm talking about they've yeah, like yeah, a massive i saw it when i was there it's very nice oh very nice wow Xbox have done a have got a new marketing campaign up for from now through to the holidays. Now that Starfield's out in the open with Forza, um, and they put their shit on that ball. Like that is so. They paid like four hundred and fifty k for it. Like that's mental, isn't it? Yeah. Half a mil. Just to get... <laughs> yeah, I'd bad say that that I feel like that's actually pretty good, all things considered. Um, like considering where it is and how many eyes are going to see that and how much influence that's going to have on like the brand and that's i'm pretty sure they were quite happy (laughs) paying that marketing always sounds so weird whenever you think about marketing it's just like that tv ad cost fucking one billion it's like well it was worth it though but it just doesn't make any sense like you always think three seconds yeah exactly (laughs) well you say that but that the that what nine second halo trailer still lives in my head rent free so yeah, um, that's the point, Halo Three yeah. one. It's the best trailer yeah. of all time. That and the Gears one, which also is like ten seconds long. You know, with that um, Mad World song, the fir- for the first Gears. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have edited exactly. ones, don't they? They have shorter ones, but yeah, I know what you mean. It makes yeah. the same impact. Yeah, yeah. Those are like two of the best trailers ever. But yeah. So, point being, and I don't know if you guys have seen the car- the the marketing campaign. They have like it's like a. Um, what do they call it when it's real life? Live action? Live action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's live like a live action, action trailer, and and so, yeah, I'd encourage I'd encourage you to have a look at it. It's a new power your dreams thing, um, and the games they show off are Starfield, Hellblade Two, which is also like a little live action thing, uh, Forza Motorsport, Call of Duty, and oh, wow. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk made it in there. It's interesting. Mm. Well, I see. Phantom Liberty more so than yeah. Cyberpunk. Plus, it's popping off that Phantom Liberty. I heard it's fucking fantastic. So yeah, yeah I guess it kind of makes sense. But I, I booted up Cyberpunk. I booted up Cyberpunk probably a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know there's something about it. It's a run particularly fantastic. I don't know if you've played it recently at all. Like it, it doesn't feel that nice. I don't know. I thought it improved a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I, was, I did. I heard, but then I booted it up, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "You did you complete it? Like, did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, Interesting. And you were uh, that was in the DLC, was it, or was you just booted up the base game? Just booted the base game. All right. 
Hmm. I always felt it looked a bit. I don't know if they changed it, but I um, even went on my Series X when I played it because I think I played it in performance mode because I wanted sixty frames. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it's quite a fast game at times, um, and it was really soft. I feel like the resolution dropped really far. It felt like it was ten eighty at times. Sometimes it felt like it even went below that. Uh, I don't know what the actual stats are. You know, the guys over at Digital Foundry would have done it, but um, so I am with you. Like, I do think as as gorgeous. Like, you see these gifts of it, don't you, online, where yeah. people are running yeah. it on like six billion dollar hardware, <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, this looks amazing. But then you boot it up, and you're like. Well, it, it is good. Like, yeah, it, it just it's made for PC. It had some of the newest technology at the time, and it was just like, yeah, it's unbelievable. But yeah, ray tracing. What a scam that was! What a lie we were sold with ray tracing. That's true. Still are. Every game. Have you ever turned on a ray tracing mode in any of your games? Control. <laughs> I only only played that on the. Uh last inversion because you know they made you pay for the upgrade and that was the one we got on uh we got the normal one on game pass i was so fucking annoyed it was so annoying so i played the whole game on 30 frames um it was fucking ass i was so annoyed about it i was i was literally the whole way through i was i was angry about it <laughs> you know that kid that. i did no i love i love control i was thinking of that meme you know with the little kids like he's like frowning he's like happy for you congratulations proud of you <laughs> that, that was me <laughs> all the way through um so i suppose uh, i wanted to ask here um first i wanted to ask you ken because me and tim spoke about this the other week like this this power your dream slogan they've been using for for this gen how's that like clicking with you like or i guess maybe if i should ask do you remember what the xbox 360 slogan was like the marketing slogan what would come up on adverts and just just curious if you I remember if you it, remember. I think. No, no, I don't. Can Not I say what I think it was? Yeah. Was it jump in? It was jump in, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So just... That idea then, what power your dreams? Well they've they've just been running that ad since the beginning of the Series X. I think it's I think it's cool. Um I just I'm just curious what everybody thinks about that. Like, I don't know if it I don't know if it will stick. I don't know. No, I mean, like we remember the PlayStation 4's one, don't we? Uh, <laughs> nope. Really? Just, isn't it just play a okay. or something? What was it? <laughs> Suck a big cock. What was <laughs> it? You Was it play it better? Oh no. <laughs> For the players, yeah. Anyway, just just interesting. Yeah. It's just interesting what which of these ones are actually um like memorable or, or having any sort of market penetration, you know. Um mm. and I'm just a bit skeptical of this power your dreams one. Even though I think it's personally cool, I just don't know if a lot of people are gonna know what that means. <laughs> Give us a better one. <laughs> Off the riff. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, you can't it. Come on. Oh no, come on guys. I like I need a bit of time at the very least. <laughs> All right. You got to the end of the next story. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um so the five games, Starfield, Hellblade 2, Forza Motorsport, Call of Duty, Cyberpunk 2077. These are, this is the marketing campaign through now through to the holidays. Um, two, two interesting points here. Number one, emitting Halo is pretty interesting. Uh, and two, um, Hellblade 2 is there. Yeah, they're showing it off already, which mm. is uh, 
out like it's going to be out for them. I don't know. That'd be yeah. exciting. Oh, oh. Can't wait. So discuss. Nice. I've got. I've got a slogan to think about. Discuss. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. do you want me to talk about Hellblade to the person who picks Atomic Heart over Hellblade? Oh, don't even get me started, man. <laughs> so, and it's better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I, I, what, you right there, Dirk? <laughs> I'm trying to do my fucking confetti thing. Why is it not working? You probably turned it off. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> so stupid, so distracting. After you throw us a story and you're like, talk about it, guys, and then you start fucking. Come on. Stop. Come on, man. <laughs> She's having a good time. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> All right. Um, what, what were we even talking about? The advert, Halo not being in it, and Hellblade. Halo not being there, and Hellblade being there, yeah. yeah. Go on, Caden. Well, I mean, I think, like I said, that, that just kind of, if they're showing it off, it must kind of be in the pipeline, right? It must, I mean, obviously it is, but I mean, like, in the near future, you'd think maybe Game holiday Awards. advert, maybe springtime. Game Awards, spring right? Summer. Maybe. Pardon? Game Awards, maybe? Oh, I hope so, yeah. I, I want to see it again. I want to see it again. Me and Deck were discussing this last week, weren't we? Where we were just like, do we think it'll be at the Game Awards like Hellblade 1 was? Because wasn't that where Hellblade 1 was officially announced or something or show? Um, so it, that that would be interesting. But I think we both came to the conclusion that Hellblade 2 is probably too big for that now. And you probably just want to have it as your own developer direct sort of thing. Um, but it, it would be cool to see it at the Game Awards or... Nah, fuck him. Fuck Game Awards. Wow. Get get him on your stage. It was surely you just want you know? to see it, right? No. <laughs> I just thought the developer direct was really good this year, and I want them to do that again. And I think it would be a big miss if they didn't have their presumably, you know, premiere exclusive for the year there. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It is quite weird, but I mean, it definitely think yeah. It it begs the question of will we see it in some capacity this year before the end of the year, right? Um, whether that's just like a little, like Caden said, like a little gameplay trailer or like a little sizzle reel, just a hey, this is still happening. Um, join us for a developer direct in January, sort of thing, or February or whenever. Um, yeah, potentially, right? Um. So it's quite interesting. Caden, what are you wanting to see from a Hellblade 2 or a Hellblade 2 showing even? Like what what you wanted to see? Well, are we talking about the game itself or like the showing itself? Oh, or... Both, I suppose. Both hopefully will be the same. What boxes be... would you like ticked seeing some more I, Hellblade? I, I think they've shown the the vibe of the game really well. You know what I mean? With the, the giants and the death and everything like that. I want them to maybe show off a bit more of that kind of psychosis, kind of mental, the mental health aspect of it. I, I want to see what, how they, how they uh, make that better. Because yeah, you can just do that again. Sure, the first time was awesome, but the second time round, I want to see what they can do about that. Um, maybe express other types of mental um, issues, things like that. I think that'd be really interesting to see. 
Um, so maybe, uh, I'm trying to, how would you implement that in a trailer or any kind of gameplay? Not quite sure. Yeah, it's, I think that is one of the biggest questions though, isn't it? The biggest, one of the biggest questions is like, just what's the structure of the game? Yeah. Well, if the first one was quite, you know, it's like kind of a linear kind of experience. Um, and it had like some really good mechanical twists in there to keep you on your toes. And it's like, well, is there going to be something similar here? I don't know if you can play that card again, to be honest, now that you don't once. Um, uh, and then it's like, you know, a lot of people are really pining to see to see combat, like, um, you know, yeah, me too. Never, it, was, it was fine, it was fine. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. with you. It, and it's a lot of things, you'll see a lot that people want uh, fleshed out combat. I, I do as well. Um, but I don't think there was anything wrong with it in the first one. I thought it was good. Um, there was they they had a, intentionally had a lot of hidden combos in the game. Did you know that? You never I mean, were taught any, but there were combos in the game. I might actually we're literally talking about now. I might put it on download and play again. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <Waste your> time. <laughs> um, um, so well, so I, the combat should go more. God of War or kind of a bit more Dark Souls-y? Not maybe Dark Souls, but like I'm trying to think of another kind of slower paced. Ghost of Sushi. Yeah. That's what I want. He's, he's deep four right now. Yeah, no, it's, I can't. Somebody somebody joined the Ninja Theory team a couple of years back, like a, a combat director from a really like big game and i can't remember if it, if it was from santa monica from god of war developers or if it was someone else uh, I'm, i think i'm getting my wires crossed but i can't find the answer to that question right now so i think we are probably going to be well you just think about the pace of hellblade one's combat like i, I imagine it's going to be it felt quite god of war in that way yeah. it's like somewhere between dark souls yeah, and maybe something because like she's not a god is she she's you know what i mean so I, I still want it to be a bit more a bit more rugged a bit more punishing than god of war yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and like I, I, I don't know as well what they're gonna have done with the structure of the get like I don't know like if they take an open world or is it gonna stay wanna, linear? I don't want open world anymore. I some of my favorite games of all time are all linear games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not ring, but yeah, I I want I I'm not much of an open world kind of guy. I want a yeah. little Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Well, I, I also, yeah, I, I just don't know. Um, I think it's a perfectly valid point. Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of people feeling that way of like, you know, I'll, I'll just do the first one again, but, you know, different. Um, maybe, or maybe do what a few games are doing now where it's kind of like an open world segment into like linear 
bits. Similar to God of War. Semi open world. Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy like... 16 did that as well. Yeah. So I, I, I don't mind that. That's fine. That's cool. Which I definitely think they could do. Um, so really interested to see it yeah and, and then like whenever that will be because I, I really think that's going to be the premier game for next year there's already quite a lot lined up for next year isn't there um between hellblade avowed there's that arrow game that are a strategy game this is all exclusive first party store third party stuff whatever uh Tailborn, um flight sim 24 and there's something else i'm forgetting as well but that's from what we know apparently there's a couple of other things as well but already there's already a decent catalog but i think Hellblade 2 will stand out as the premier game because it's like the hyper realistic graphics one. It's the pretty looking one. So, it's the um, one you can market better. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. As good as I think of Al's going to be because Obsidian are fucking great, um, it's not going to have the same wow factor that, that Hellblade 2 is going to have. No. Agreed. Interesting. Okay. Any closing thoughts on this marketing campaign on Hellblade 2? Anything like that before we move on? Why was Redfall not in there? That's the real question, isn't it? Yeah. Do you guys, Caden, do you want to join me and Deck for a um, Redfall playthrough this spoopy Halloween? Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be really scary. It's going to be frighteningly bad, Caden. Yeah. Uh, have you? Hope you're not seen afraid of bugs. Sorry. Actually, have you two played it yet? No. Okay, so they've unleashed a patch now where they've increased mob density. Yeah. Yeah, and... we spoke about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so 60 I'm sure you're going to play it play it now but i will i politely decline <laughs> can you even do um three players you can't do th- three four players can't yeah, you? Four, you sure, yeah, it? Four. yeah interesting but yeah now yeah we were joking we're not going near that game <laughs> i'll play dead space thanks yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna play so dead space too yeah <laughs> they were all going to be on Dead Space. Literally, all of us next week is just going to be like five yeah. separate people. Well, I literally bought, like I said, I literally I bought it in the Halloween sale. I was like, I've been waiting for forty percent off. Bought it, and then literally a day later, Deck was like, "Come to Game Pass." Yeah, they got refunds, so it's fine. That's so cheeky. Yeah. I bet they on sale though. Try and catch people out. I bet. I bet there is some math like equation you can do to like get all the all the shot uh, the prices in the store, which ones are discounted by particular percentages, and then like put a guess together of what's going to come to Game Pass in the next few months. <laughs> Probably somebody yeah. do it. I don't have the numbers brain for that, but somebody do it. Credit me and give me all your money because I came up with the idea. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds like someone will definitely do that for you. Sounds yeah, like it's definitely worth their time. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Uh... Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Caden, your favourite game. Xbox's first-party treasure. Games as a service. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> you Go love, you love Sea of Thieves. Loves sea of Thieves when he needs a good oh, nine hours. A good guaranteed <laughs> nine hours. <laughs> Look. I, I, I would be up for it, you know, but I think... I don't know. You two are the <laughs> expert. I've only put up a little bit of time into it. It's cool. It's, you know, I, I appreciate it, but it's I don't have it. <laughs> I don't think, as I'm probably <laughs> shown off before. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, man. Like, um, yeah, Sea of Thieves is like, uh, it's a funny game. But I just remember, just as we were talking about it then, I just remember you, um, when we we tried to play the... Um, 
the Pirates of the Caribbean thing, didn't we, last time we played it? I think it was us three and, and Ridge. Yeah, it? it was really big, and there were maps and crews. And, and it was very cool, but it, it was, like, really slow. And to be fair, even when me and Tim hop on it every now and again, we don't really do much of the story stuff. The tall tales are cool, where they're, like, they're like short part of the stories with, like, lots of puzzles in them. But that mm. Pirates of the Caribbean thing was, like, I didn't a like lot it. of storytelling. Yeah. No, it was, like, a lot of... I imagine it would be great if you were, like, really into the game or really into Pirates of the Caribbean, but it was, like, it didn't feel, like... It didn't feel so Sea of thieves of what makes Sea of Thieves actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, or it just took too long to get going, either one. Um, and I, was, I remember last time we were playing game, the last thing you said before you logged off, you were just like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And then you logged off. <laughs> that is funny Um, so the reason i'm bringing it up is because season 10 um is is finally coming um oh no it went live uh earlier in the week um and it's it's got some really cool updates man like you see these updates we see it's like when i see no man's sky get updates and i'm like man this looks really cool i don't want to play no man's sky but god this looks really cool Mm -hmm. um and so for season 10, they've like started guilds up. Um, so you can have like 24 people in a guild. You can make like asynchronous uh, progress. So like you can be offline, you know, four of you can play and it will make progress towards the, the guild. Um, and then you can, you, you all use the same boat. So like the damage and the work you've done on the boat in one session, the next team that comes on will pick up the same boat. You all like right. work from the same boat and customize it and add trinkets. They've added like levels of trinkets and stuff that is persistent uh, across the whole guild um uh loads of really cool stuff i think the way they approach guilds in this is is really really cool um and it's just perfect for this sort of game this like sandboxy role-playing um kind of social experience yeah how we how we feeling these days there's a lot of other stuff i've got on the notes if you want to have a look um but um how are we feeling about sea of thieves these days um i'll take this one because kate hates it um no, yeah. I don't hate it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Get it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, I I love Sea of Thieves. Um, I yeah, I poured so much more time into that game than I ever thought I would. Um, it's a real like siege game for me, if that makes sense. It's like siege is a game that I didn't think I would put as much time into as I ended up doing. Like, I think I played siege for like like forty plus days. Like, that's insane, right? Um, and then I think it's a social game, yeah. It's how old it is. You what? Sorry, Ken. I think that's just how old Siege is. We only play it for like a day or so here and there, but it's been around for so long. It's 2012. A game came out in 2012. No, that doesn't feel right. I think it's oh no, it might not be 2012. The the Xbox One wasn't out then, it might be 2013 or 2014. Okay, either way, it's a very fucking long time. It's like almost 10 years. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, so. As I go with this, um, yeah, sea, sea of Thieves is always a great time. Uh, I do enjoy Sea of Thieves. You do have to. Um, I might have a seizure. Might have a seizure. Stop doing that. Sorry, man. Um, Sorry, I just need to let me just put them out. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 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 a great time, but it's definitely something I have to be in the mood for, and I can't. As great as this update sounds. Again, I don't know if it's for me though. This update, as cool as that sounds, it sounds kind of like it's pointing towards a little bit more of the hardcore Sea of Thieves fans. It's just bigger groups. Than... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the whole everyone takes care of the ship and everyone upgrades the ship and you know, you leave it in a good state and you know, all, all this sort of stuff. It like it 
it comes across a little bit more hardcore for the people who play Sea of Thieves quite regularly already. Um, but yeah, it, it sounds great, but um, there's so many games at the moment on my backlog that Sea of Thieves just ain't on it. And Sea of Thieves is always... It's a very time-consuming game. You can't do anything quick in Sea of Thieves. If you boot up Sea of Thieves, you're in it for a few hours to get any form of progress done um, or feel like that that session sort of paid off. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of in a weird place for me, uh, at least. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's in a great state and I'm, I'm always so happy for Rare, um, uh, what they managed to do with this game and turn it around. It's It's, it's mental. Yeah, it's, it's always crazy and really good to see. Yeah, I will say that they, they have attempted to try and solve that problem because you're not the only one who felt that way. And same with me, um, that it felt like a, a Sea of Thieves session had to be hours long. They've, they have tried to add some smaller ones, but it, it's just the structure of the game. Like, mm. I think the structure of the game is, is it can be a bit difficult um, because of the way they just architected it. Um, but the speaking of really long and hard play sessions <laughs> one of the other additions is was uh was safer seas i can't remember we touched on this um we did yeah yeah where it's uh pve only servers uh so you don't get you don't get rinsed by uh you know other yes. pirates out in the sea that's a bit controversial it's a bit controversial yeah, that is a pirate if you're not gonna get pirated <laughs> quote that <laughs> God, couldn't no. have said it better myself um you know, uh, yeah but they did you know they could have compromised it by making it so that if you're playing on a safer sea server uh all the gold is cut by cut to 30 percent, and not all the activities are in it because some of them are like kind of pvp focused or pvpve um so yeah i mean it's meant to be an accessibility thing but overall you know it's um I think it's it's a good thing, especially as the game's coming up to five years old. Like, I think they want to bring players in. So, uh, you know. Yep. All right. That's your thieves. Nice. What's, uh, what's next, then, eh? Oh, yeah. Um, we're on to the, the Starfield stuff now, guys, and, and the kind of the sales. I'm a bit... How did we think... Like, did we? How did we feel about Starfield as a needle mover for Xbox as a brand? Remember, we're not just talking about the console; we're talking about <clears> the system. How did we feel about it as like something that's going to move the needle? Um, Caden, what, what do you think? I'll put it to you. I think it was necessary. Like, I think we they Xbox needed a game like that to come around. And yeah, like the reviews and stuff aren't as high now, but it. It, it was a huge deal when it came out. Like, no one can pretend it wasn't. Uh, actually, I, I think that was the last time I came on, wasn't it? It was the week it, yeah, when we all started playing. A couple it. of weeks. Yeah, it was, it was a couple of weeks after, I think, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it made impact when it came out and shifted the needle. I mean, sure, I, I think it did. In, it put a bit of faith, for me anyway, I have a little bit more faith into what Xbox can do. Um, especially with big games coming out like Helldate and stuff, I, I, you know, I'm excited for them. So, game friendly yeah. for me. Great, interesting. So, um, they needed it because there's been a big gap, maybe in AAA games. The last big AAA game was was Halo. If you think about that, like how long it was yeah. between big games. Um, but also, you feel like it's given you a 
bit more confidence into like the upcoming slate, uh, especially if we think about the rest of this year as well. Hi-Fi Rush, maybe Forza if, you know. Um, okay, that's interesting. What do you think, Tim? Starfield as a needle mover. Uh, yeah, no, I... I as it is I, now. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Okay, no, I, I feel like it did everything it needed to do. Um, I feel that when the game launched, it was a bit of a um, phenomenon, wasn't it? Like, everyone was talking about it. Everyone was playing it, regardless of the reviews being mid-80s, which is still fucking fantastic, by the way. But, like, everyone was talking about it. It was the face of gaming for at least, I don't know, probably like a month or so. You know, like, it was literally just of all gaming, not not even just, like, Xbox. Like, I feel like people just... just imagine yeah. if Gate 3 came out at the same time. That is true. I did forget about Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 did take a little bit away from from um from Starfield, I will agree. Um but up until that when did Baldur's Gate came come out? Did it come out before or after Starfield? Same day. Well, so sorry, it, it came day. out same day on five. Actually, yeah, so maybe it's not actually that big of a deal. On PC okay. it was a month. It was a month before on PC. Yeah. So okay. actually that may be entirely relevant. Yeah, because I have I, I thought the Baldur's Gate was out quite a bit before it. So I do think no, Starfield did take that spotlight for for quite a long time and just, um, but yeah, no, I I actually yeah I completely agree with how Kane worded it. Was it just it just instills a little bit more confidence in what's coming up as well, um, and the fact that um, you know this whole Bethesda partnership was it's good for Xbox. You know it was a good purchase. You know they clearly did it because of. Well, probably largely, I would imagine this IP and you know Elder Scrolls and all that kind of stuff. But they wanted to get that all under their belt. Um, so yeah, no, I think it was definitely um, nothing but positive for Xbox, really, right? Yeah, it was an interesting discussion as well about about Baldur's Gate because if we like rewind a little bit, because it makes me glad that we're now on the other side of this. Like, if we rewind a little bit, you know, you think about it in retrospect. <laughs> Uh, Starfield already had like an impossible amount of pressure on it to make people happy after for you know for for Xbox and Bethesda as well. Let's remember Bethesda had its own like uh, uh, demons difficulties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Its own demons. Yeah, Todd had his own demons. You know, after like with <laughs> Fallout seventy six being the last big game they released, um, and that was like five years ago or whatever it was, four or five years ago. Um, so there was like double pressure, and then Baldur's three. Day three came out kind of surprised everyone and then cyberpunk came out two weeks after so it kind of got squashed between like it was like a bit of a perfect storm for the game to receive quite a lot of criticism um because bethesda's games great as they are um are a little bit dated you know i'm, I'm happy to say that as someone who loved loved starfield um, but that's not a problem i play a lot of games that i would say feel dated in some ways uh, you know it's, whether that's a good or a bad thing is subject you know it's up to you that's fine um but Baldur's, you know, the, the kind of consensus, the feeling was the Baldur's 3 ended up being a better RPG. Cyberpunk ended up being a better action game. So it kind of leaves Starfield in this awkward position of where it, where it maybe doesn't do the better thing than either. But of course, it's a wonky comparison because Baldur's Gate is a CRPG. Cyberpunk's been out for three fucking years. And like, <laughs> so, and then everything else we already spoke about, you know, it kind of, and so it's interesting when we start to think about all of that. Was it still enough to to move the needles? And we're obviously still saying yes. I'm curious what what chat would think as well. Um, if you'd let us know, but the numbers seem to indicate that the answer is yes as well, right? Um, the game immediately shot to seventh best seller of the year. 
um, just behind Star Wars. Um, but bear in mind, it? yeah. And bear in mind, this is even, I think Star Wars was also next gen only, but bear in mind, this is even more impressive because this is just Xbox and PC or yeah, anyway, you can play cloud or whatever. Star Wars on it. Right. All of those, yeah. Um, and for the month of September, it was the best selling game. And remember how even more impressive that is because the game is available on Game Pass <laughs> and it still became the best seller of September. Um, and, it, and it still went to number seven immediately. Um, you know, uh, thoughts on that, uh, Tim? I'll start with you. Uh, it's weird. Why Why are people buying it? <laughs> I don't believe it. My, why, my why are people silly, buying it? A bit silly not owning Game Pass, really, doesn't it? Yeah, or like, even just buying Games Pass for a month or two and then just playing <laughs> Starfield. Surely that's your cheaper option. It's weird to me that people are buying it on the PC I, uh, Xbox ecosystem. That makes sense. I can't remember. I don't have the exact numbers on me, but I remember reading somewhere that two thirds of the sales were on PC. Um, in which case, most oh. people are still using Steam. Like they don't want to use the Windows. You know how so weird people, PC gamers are. People are willing to spend fucking yes. seventy quid just to not use a specific launcher. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, yeah, I mean to be honest, it, like I said, that's just really weird to me. Like hearing that that sort of news. Uh, but I mean, it's definitely yeah. It, it it makes you think if it was that high just in terms of actual sales um from steam and all that like what were the numbers like of people logging into it on games pass and people accessing it through games pass i mean it's probably fucking through the roof right if you manage to hit those sort of numbers outside of games pass which is still pretty impressive any thoughts ken yeah no like yeah it's for it to sell like their top seven when I would have thought most most of the player base would have been playing it through Games Pass. In theory, that number could be double, couldn't it? Really? Yeah. Also, and I think it's... It... Sorry, go on. Kane, did you say something? Yeah, sorry, I was just saying, obviously, I don't know the numbers, but I, I wouldn't surprise me if the numbers of sales would be at least doubled mm. due to Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think what what is especially good about that is that, I mean, we all know that Bethesda Games Studios games have really long tails anyway. You know, you can play Skyrim on your fucking smart fridge now, you know, so it's, you know, I'm sure Starfield will have an equally long legacy. Um, you know, mods aren't even out yet. You know, I'm sure the doors will blow open when that happens um, and expansions and all of that. Um, but Game Pass will help this game be picked up for months and years, like for people who like, just don't follow with this stuff closely and like, oh, this looks cool. I'll give this a go. Um, so yeah, and, and it's really interesting because there's been a lot of, you know, when people are doing the Steam charts comparisons and stuff like that, uh, Starfield is still doing pretty well, but I would like quite confidently say that Starfield is going to be played like by the end of the year, Starfield is going to be higher than a lot of, of games that have released around the same period, like Cyberpunk, maybe not Baldur's Gate 3, but Cyberpunk maybe um well, this is just released. Maybe, yeah, maybe Star Wars. So, yeah, we'll see. But it's, you know, it, nonetheless, it's quite interesting that the sales seem to have um, remained quite high, even in the face of Game Pass. Hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Joaquin says, Deck looks like if Watson had a Watson. I don't know what that means. 
I bet it's a compliment, though. He's saying... Is he saying Sherlock, Sherlock from Sherlock? Yeah. 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 Is that true? Hang on. You don't look like Watson. <laughs> At all. But I don't look like Martin Freeman. No. Or uh, is it Jude Law? Is it Jude Law? He's the one from uh, the other one, isn't it? With Robert Downey Jr. Fucking yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Imagine if Junior was your last name. Be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Not, not your last name, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just being called like Tim Junior, Timothy Junior. Yeah. Have Timmy a kid and you just call them Junior. Timmy Junior. Timmy Junior. Yeah. Would that actually be on like my like? official like identity documentation like passport would junior be on there i think so i don't know what the rules are yeah i don't know what the yeah. rules are either yeah it's weird mm. the most thought-provoking <laughs> topic for the podcast so far. <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> okay well so the, the other side of this is pretty interesting because as much as the game seems to have done well you know, in terms of capturing the zeitgeist, getting a lot of attention, getting high reviews overall, um, uh, selling well, yada, yada, yada. How is it done for Xbox, like, hardware, you know? And the answer is a bit complicated. Like, it depends where you're looking. Um, ultimately, from the looks of things, internationally, um, ha hardware did go up. But when you break it down by region, it's a bit complex. Um, so in the UK... Starfield went up about 130% compared to the previous month. So to be expected, great. People bought Xboxes more in September than they did the previous month. But year over year, so compared to September 2022, it's flat. But there's the same, people bought the same amount of Xboxes last September they did this September, despite Starfield. It's kind of weird. It just means a lot of people bought into it before with the hype. Maybe. Of Starfield yeah, maybe. rather than actual impulse bought. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, especially maybe with, you know, Cosy Libby's, you know, maybe. Yeah. Um, in the US, hardware sales went up by a decent percent. I don't have the number in front of me, but the hard, you know, Xbox sales went up. Uh, but in Europe, sales went down year over year. They sold like 30% less Xboxes this September than they did last September. 30%? Yeah. Hmm. That is weird. And it, it makes you it makes you think, doesn't it? Because there's this whole conversation about Xbox as an ecosystem and like how that's going to affect console sales. But then it makes me think maybe like is Europe more of a PC? I know PlayStation has been dominant in Europe for a while because they've had um, marketing rights on COD and FIFA. So that they that PlayStation has locked that down essentially for a while. But I do wonder is is Europe maybe a bit more PC centric than maybe other regions? Is that maybe why people just didn't buy Xboxes for Starfield? Or maybe did Starfield not do as well in Europe? We don't have access to those those sorts of numbers, but you know, it's it's curious, you know. Yeah. No, it is a little bit weird, actually. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect it, especially if such a high number as well. Um yeah, I think it would be quite interesting if that data was to somehow surface or someone do some digging there, just exactly what what sort of systems people use in Europe. Um uh, because yeah, thirty percent is a very large number, and I'm, I'm assuming this is inclusive of Series S and X, right? It's just Xboxes general, right? 
hardware sales just in general yeah yeah they'll, they'll both be in the same category okay. yeah yeah because yeah. i was about to say like the series s is so accessible um and cheap as well uh, to be able to play these sort of games but uh and i doubt i doubt like it's because of cloud right that people just like, oh, to play on cloud I, I doubt it um it's yeah i don't know yeah it's, it's weird it's quite quite weird to think about i'm not sure i don't have the answer why not i'm sorry can't come through for you this time boys <laughs> look phil spencer's gonna be looking to this podcast for answers and if we don't have them man me and Finn are going back and he'll, he'll, he'll understand that you know sometimes i can't i can't work with magic every time no okay that's good yeah. that's really good so overall, you know, internationally, hardware did see an increase. But, you know, I, I say this, but like PlayStation is still seeing like triple figure growths in most markets. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it makes me think. Starfield and we said Starfield was two thirds of the sales on PC. Again, we don't know players because of Game Pass, but it makes me think are a lot more. Are there more people here who are playing on PC? Not that that matters to Xbox. They still get the money. Um, that maybe we had considered or is it just that or does this even like justify xbox's decision to branch out into an ecosystem even more because they aren't winning this console war like it's not happening like and they they know that they know they're not going to because they lost the most important generation where everybody switched to digital and so who the fuck's going to give up their entire game library just to play on the green version of the console you know um so um we'll see but we'll also you know with I, I do also think that there was never going to be a silver bullet game. I feel like a lot of the media kept trying to put that pressure on Starfield. Like there was going to be some sort of silver bullet where everybody sold their PlayStations and bought an Xbox instead. Like it needs to be. That's how it works. <laughs> no, like PlayStation 4 fucking killed it in their last, in their gen. They released so many back to back good games. Like Xbox needs that. And this year was really good. And if they keep doing that, then, then I think we'll start to see more change. And, it doesn't have to be hardware growth, but you know, it it's it feels like it's at least one indication. But you know, maybe more and more people are just playing in other places now. Xbox will have those numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah potentially. Um, yeah. All right. Um, okay, we'll move on to the last story for the day then. Um, as we, I fucking did. Um... When we last spoke, Caden, had uh, Activision Blizzard closed? I, I can't remember. Had no. it officially closed? All right, well, woohoo. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big deal. <laughs> How are you feeling about that, layman Caden? How are you feeling about that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, pretty cool. I'll stick to my previous point in that I get to play more games. So, sounds good to me. Game Pass will stay winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Me and Deck were actually discussing this last week, though. What games would you actually play? <laughs> now that this is become... I, I can't think of anything. Yeah, we were talking about Sekiro, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, Sekiro. No, that's like... a shame. Never played it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Deck did mention Sekiro, yeah. Because I, I, I know COD's not on there yet, but I think even when COD comes to Games Pass, who great, all that, I'm still not touching that. It's free to play anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Warzone was Warzone. not multiplayer or campaign. It's just Warzone, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just Warzone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm still not touching those with a with a ten foot pole, even if they're on Games Pass. But 
yeah it's quite it's it's quite interesting it's such a big deal but i i couldn't think of anything like immediately or over the next six months or whatever that i would like to play from from the deal closing um it's just more like future stuff i guess yeah yeah There'll also be, I mean, change in management, isn't there? Like Bobby Kotick, whoever his name is, he's hopefully yeah. getting out next year. Yes. Like once they've gone. gone through with this deal, I think they're getting rid of him, which would be good. Good riddance. Yeah. End of the year. Yeah. yeah, end of the year he's going. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, when we were speaking about it, Caden, we, we were sort of saying, um, you know, Blizzard is the biggest draw to us as, you know, primary uh, primary console players. But obviously Blizzard is really big on PC as well. Um, but they most of their games are all service games. So it's like, I don't know how much benefit Game Pass is really going to see from them unless they do something or, you know, I, maybe they do some sort of exclusivity, like with stuff. It feels a bit cringe. Mm. I hate that shit. But maybe they do to like make sure people know, like you know, this is the definitive place to play Blizzard games. They're not going to do that with COD, but they might do it with Blizzard games. Um, but then, of course, you know, Blizzard's new IP is looking to be revealed um, at BlizzCon this year. Nobody knows if that's going to be announced as an exclusive or not, but that would be a big deal. Um, it's it'll be their first new IP in a while, um, and um, um, Infinity Ward might be working on something new as well. Um, so who knows, you know? But there are other things as well, Ken, like. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater doesn't do anything for us in particular. Um, we spoke about Guitar Hero where I said, I think that would be fun, but it doesn't do anything for Tim. You know, anything mm-hmm. like that in the back catalog game that you think, oh, actually, you know, Xbox helping revive some of that stuff or like maybe Spyro or Crash. Does any of that sort of stuff do anything for you? I would have to have a look through the catalog and kind of see what, because off the top of my head, I can't really seem to picture any kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. big things that jump out. Um. I mean, Crash and Spyro, they're awesome, but I already have them. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I can't seem to think of what what they've got coming up or what they. But they have just did had. a they just did a Spyro remake or remaster, didn't they? Not I mean, necessarily not, a new. There is one, yeah. Yeah, but they they didn't necessarily make a new game, did they? I mean, yeah, it's a completely new game. Oh, is it's it? just yeah, it's it really good actually really good fun i thought it was the original just ramped up in every way i don't think it was huh. yeah it's the first one but it's a complete remake it's not like an upscaling or anything like that yeah yeah but like if they were to do like yeah like spiral or crash and like continue the story make a new story and make a new like a genuine well they made a crash four so a new spiral would be quite cool mm. Make it hyper realistic. It's like Game of Thrones, Spyro. No, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking about this the other day as well. Like, I'm watching House of the Dragon at the moment. Uh, I've got one one episode left, and I was thinking, like, why has nobody made a proper Game of Thrones game yet? What's going on there? Telltale. Say again, Ken. There's a Telltale Game of Thrones, isn't there? There was, but I mean, like, you know, uh, a game-ass game, you know. Um, I think because it's such touchy territory, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. the latest season has been pretty iffy. The books obviously have their audience. Mm-hmm. And then Maybe. Game of I mean, fans can be a bit crazy. I don't think it matters, though. The IP's big. I mean, you could say the same thing about uh star wars like the fan base is pretty crazy there or you think about cyberpunk like you know that 
fucking hell <laughs> just as well that anime was a banger because otherwise you know there'd be some problems you know i think it's got a similar vibe to lord of the rings where because there's so much content they're really struggling to kind of find a place to land on in regards to games or whatever maybe maybe that'll be why it's so they decided to make a fucking dwarf mining game a dwarf mining game dude yeah fuck me yeah and they've made a, they're making like a cozy like Hobbit game where you you like farm and do shit in like Hobbiton and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it'd be like Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah, they're Stardew making Hobbit that as well, which I know that Teddy's really excited for. But I'm just like, you can do more. <laughs> what's, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, just make two towers again. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was a good game. I know, I know, but I'm kind of, I guess, I'm happy and sad that the Middle Earth uh, IP didn't keep going. You know, the um, Shadow Shadow of War, yeah, those, those games. Great. I fucking loved both of those games. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I'm glad they didn't keep milking it. But but I'd like more games like that would be great, or you know, something like that. Um, and I just feel like you could definitely do something like that in a Game of Thrones universe as well, but a bit more maybe political rather than. Um, because you know game of thrones is more political fantasy than it is maybe high fantasy mm-hmm. um and i it made me think because you know i think i think when you were on the show with us kane we spoke about some of that leaked roadmap and apparently xbox have two licensed games like in the pipes pipe somewhere we don't know how far in they are other than indiana jones and yeah. i was just thinking huh i wonder if like I wonder if Game of Thrones would be there at all i bet you could negotiate that i don't know who owns the rights to game of thrones but like i bet like you I get one. Of... On. I can see like a, a don't nod Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I can see Something Game like of that. Thrones fitting a CRPG a little bit as well. Like especially when you talk about the more like yeah. political side of things as well, and like, like turn based. Yeah, and, yeah, and have it turn based. I feel, I feel like it could fit like a a Baldur's Gate kind of vibe in Game of Thrones could universe. Also, could also be like a total war aspect as well, maybe. Yeah, well, I think they had. Didn't they have that? It was it was called Battle for Middle Earth, wasn't it? Battle for. Oh, we talking about Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones? There, sorry, we're talking I'm... about Game of Thrones. Yeah, what's he talking about Lord of the Rings? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we were talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, what? yeah. Game of Rings. Nice. Yeah, Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah. So for sure, I think that IP could be definitely that would be that would be a great one. Um... How did we get here? I don't know. If I'm honest. Oh, this is what we were talking about. Activision. That's what we we're talking about. We we're talking about their games and uh, anything that interested you. And one thing that I was thinking, because I was thinking IPs in this big noggin of mine, uh, one of the games that I keep seeing people asking for that Activision did publish with Raven Software, who are now you know been hoovered up into the COD machine, yeah. um, was Singularity. That was one of their new IPs made for the. For the 360 and PlayStation 3. Uh, do you know what I'm that. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember. Reviewed that. reasonably well, high 70s, low 80s. Uh, but it was a new first person shooter IP, and um, people seem to quite like it and think that it could That's, go. Is that the one with the, like, the, the, the yellow face with like a bullet in it? Is that that one? Uh, I, think nah. I don't that... think so. I've got a picture of it here. I'll see if I can send it in the chat, uh, like the cover up. Yeah, 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 I remember this. Um, I never played it, but I know people were. It's something people keep asking about. Um, 
but I also at the same time I feel like this is something that we keep talking about. Like it's a big talking point now that ABK has gone. Like, oh, we could revive IPs, but at the same time, I'm kind of like make some new shit. Make, make some new shit. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, yeah, here and there, and and you know where this we're kind of going with this is that Phil Spencer had uh, an interview with the official Xbox podcast shortly after the deal went through to discuss some of the details um and he said you know we are open to, to allowing some teams to look back into the older catalog which which is great you know like we said tony uh tony hawk pro skater guitar hero spyro crash um sure but to do that you need studios available and all your studios are working on card at the moment so well, is card going to slow down you know so it, it i don't know I, I just don't feel like much new is going to come from abk really soon because no. they're going to want to make money back on COD and that people still play that shit and buy that shit for 70 quid every fucking year. Um, so unless Xbox is going to pull the plug on it and be like, you know, we're not, you're, we're not making a yearly COD anymore, then I don't see how you're going to have just generate the manpower. You know, Blizzard have something new coming or unless there's something new cooking we don't know about. Um you know, we'll just have to see, but you know, I don't know how they're going to get the extra manpower to make this new stuff. It's not like, like, like you said, they might very well do that with card, but it, it's just not happening for a while. Yeah, like you said, they 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 need to recoup their losses and uh, not their losses, but the the money they spent. Um, and yeah, this this ordeal is going to take. I mean, it took quite a while for Bethesda stuff to actually really start getting going i know they dumped a lot of stuff in the game pass catalog like immediately but to, to to get going and like see like the benefits from that that took a while and that was a substantially smaller deal than this so like it's, it's gonna take a probably a good year or two before we start seeing uh i'd probably say a couple years before we start seeing like anything like like oh wow yeah this was because you know xbox now own activision blizzard you know that this is happening sort of sort of deal um yeah yeah and, and that's kind of one of the headlines from this interview really is that phil said uh you know there's no we're not going to add anything right now um stuff will start coming next year um so that was kind of confirmed we'd kind of speculated that anyway but um so it's not quite working in the same way Bethesda did where we're getting a big addition sort of right now. They said 2024, well, we're going to sort of look to get stuff added. And that's probably because they don't want to be accused by these regulators that they were colluding before the deal closed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, under the desk. Yeah, it's probably ready to go. Do you know what I mean? But they're like, oh, we'll probably just give it a couple of months. Hmm. Um, is this a big deal to any of us? Not instantly, no. Not I can't really think of anything that is revealed to me. I, I think timed that's... exclusivity on Diablo 4 content. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get Take stuff away from yeah. other people. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Even though I don't. And really I do play think. Diablo 4, yeah. You should, though. I should. We're talking about this. We were talking about you yesterday. You know? It's on, it's on my list to go back to, actually. And I was going to ask if anyone would be vibing to. I'm up season two. I'm up for it. Yeah, because like I'm I'm going through a lot of my backlog at the moment, just trying to think like, oh, what what sort of can I play while my internet shit? Um, so yeah, and that 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 did pop up that I wouldn't mind hopping back into that because I genuinely enjoyed that and genuinely clicked with it for a really long time. Where I I didn't get that with Starfield, like I like admittedly Starfield, I just never really clicked with at least for now. I'll probably love it at some point. Um. But yeah, Diablo, I genuinely clicked with, but I just didn't 
didn't get it finished. I think just something else just just took my attention and just life got got in the way a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, you started playing Final Fantasy. You fuck. I did start playing Final Fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I don't regret it because Final Fantasy 16 was great. And I get to play Rebirth at Comic Con next week. Nice man. I'm at Comic Con. Speaking of Final, who might want my my signature next week or anything? If you want to come up, <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to take him out, <laughs> yeah, you know gonna, to find him. I'm gonna arrive and just have like loads of like red laser sights on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and that was a uh, fucking while we're speaking on Final Fantasy. Um, fourteen got a beta. Uh, trailer yeah. for xbox a beta announce date or whatever and i think it's march so you know it's happening final fantasy on xbox it's happening now we just need remake a little bit before rebirth because i want to play remake again seven remake and i'd like to play on my xbox and get all the chivos before i play rebirth in in february give it to me Kane, do you do you fantasy do you find all the fantasy at all <laughs> Uh, no, not not really. It's not really on my kind of chain. I think you'd like seven. Uh, seven, like back in the day. Um, but I, I honestly think it's the price point that is kind of turning me off of Final Fantasy. They're a lot of money. They're like seventy quid, and I'm like, mm. yeah, they're like PlayStation 50s. games, they're like, mate. They're like sixty-hour um, yeah. games. I mean, yeah, but I don't have sixty hours of playing a game. That yes, I don't really do. care. That I don't have the attention span for it. <laughs> we both know you have more than enough time to play yeah, a Final Fantasy. Hours. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, Final Fantasy Remake, I think you'd actually quite like. I feel like if you gave it a mm-hmm. go, I think you'd actually really enjoy the combat. Well, is that the 7, the remake? Yeah, it's got like remake. a not turn-based thing going on, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like real-time action combat, but you can like slow time down and go in the menus and like set like switch characters and like set them to do specific commands and then just go through it again um but yeah i'd say it's more real time action than not but yeah it's good maybe one day but not right now i don't think no it is a commitment i have to admit a 50 60 yeah. hour japanese uh jrpg is yeah it's not for everyone and they do have their low points as well there was so many weird points in a JRPG that just feel like a waste of time. So they can make the game longer. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, while he was on the, while he was, uh, or Philly Spencer, as as we call him on the podcast, Philly Cheesesteak. Philly Cheesesteak. So, you know, don't don't fuck it up. Don't you know? Don't call him anything else. Just so you know, that's yeah. what we call him. He likes that. That's why um, he comes here for that. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, there's there's going to be a hundred percent parity on COD games. That's confirmed. That's what they've been saying the whole time. But he's just said, you know, we're not fucking doing any time exclusive shit. Hundred percent parity. Um, and I, I, do you know what? I'm kind of interested because we've we me and Tim have had this discussion for years now, back and forth about like timed exclusivity and all of that. Like, what, Caden, what? How are you feeling about like exclusivity or timed exclusivity as kind of a strategy um, for these publishers to be using? You know, to encourage. Uh, 
hardware sales like do you not mind do you think it's annoying like being on the the taking and the receive uh, the receiving and the giving end you know what are your thoughts yeah i'm not it's yeah like it's just it's it's something i've always been aware of you know like back in the day i used to play like call of duty and things like that xbox used to have um timed exclusivity to that and obviously we played destiny playstation had exclusivity on that so like but i think when it comes to it it's not it's never a case of like there is a better place to play it. It would just be a case of, oh, there's one gun you can get here or there's one map you can play there. Like, But it feels bad, right? Because that... you paid the same amount of money as someone else. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, if you're paying the same amount of money, you should really be able to get the same thing. Yeah. I think that's a bit cheeky. Yeah, that's um, why it triggers most people, I think. I, I, I don't think it's... I don't think anybody is buying... PlayStation over Xbox or whatever, just because that they can get access to this thing six months before or whatever. I I, I don't know. I don't think people are doing that, are they? Oh, I mean, no. it's it's difficult to say, isn't it? You know, we don't know. We don't have any more data than anybody else does. You know, I'm sure PlayStation knows. I think the best indication of is it working is that PlayStation keeps doing it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You know. The fact that COD has these timed exclusivity deals, and and maybe more importantly, marketing deals. I remember even on the podcast before at the beginning of this year, me and Tim were talking about Hogwarts Legacy, and Tim was like, "Yeah, I can't believe that's exclusive to PlayStation." I was like, "What are you on about? It's not. It's multiplayer." And it was like, yeah. "Oh." Yeah. because the marketing the marketing that made it appear as if it was an exclusive and there was exclusive quest lines and all of this so it, mm. it does its job right. It's it's like an, it's to trick like that's the thing. It's like a deceptive uh, yeah. thing. It's a Decepticon. Yeah. A I got I got man. swindled, man. Bought a PS5 for Hogwarts. <laughs> Didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that so that your kind of feeling is that you're aware that it's there. It's annoying, but you don't really feel like it's you maybe don't feel that it's having the enough of an impact for it to even like justify itself. Like it's like, why are we doing this if you're not really maybe selling yeah. hardware? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you just said that we we don't have the stats, so Obviously, if it is creating sales, then I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't agree with it because, but yeah. then we're not getting money off of it. So, yeah, yeah right. And it's, it's it feels like it's slowing down a bit. I can't think of a what's one. I mean, before spoken is that the most recent one? That's like a two year exclusivity period, isn't it? That yeah, not not that anybody's particularly bothered about that. Um, uh. Will Tomb Raider be one? No, Tomb Raider was just outright. It's just... Well, that was like the one that Xbox ever did and everybody lost their fucking minds. Yeah, they, did yeah. do it mid, they did do it midway through a fucking... They did do it for the they third a installment, didn't they? Was it the second, third the second. installment or the second? Okay, it was the second. So yeah, you can, it, that, that is a little bit triggering. <laughs> Everyone gets the first, we only get the second. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe, but I mean, I'm sh- I mean, I think you can argue the same for the Final Fantasy games. Street Fighter Five is another another uh, big one that PlayStation did. Um, That's true. You know, about that. Oh, that was full exclusive, I think. I think they just yeah, totally knocked that down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, there's there's more of a discussion to be had here another day, I think. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's a tricky one, um, especially as we're now moving into the acquisition wars. And you know, obviously, PlayStation acquired Bungie, and they announced their fucking marathon. But that's not going to have any exclusivity, uh, you know, supposedly. And you know, we'll just have to see how things pan out. Xbox seem like they do want to capitalize on these acquisitions with exclusive with exclusivity. Um, 
not timed or anything like that. Uh, just nope, we're having this. This is for our ecosystem. Um, so we'll see how it all pans out. But um, guys, uh, are there any any closing kind of topics or any closing points? Anything we've been thinking throughout the show? Anything we've thought about through the week that we want to talk about before we sort of wrap things up, bring things to a close? I had. One. I said another particularly big spider in the room that we've missed. Go on, Spider Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way that joke flew over your head. I think yeah. I was very. I was like, is he, does he not understand the turn of phrase? I was like, is it was... <laughs> um, Elef- Elephant Man? Jack doesn't talk about Spider Man. He's toxic. Um, I mean, yeah, that, um, that's not I true. Actually, you've not been playing it, have you, Tim? I have been playing it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've I've played a few missions and done some side stuff. Uh, around the city and stuff like that, and I've just generally just been watching um, Tilly play it. Uh, it does look really good. Uh, admittedly, <laughs> we have had about six or seven bugs. Um, wow! One one of which we did actually have to close and reopen the game for because the cell phone kept opening every like two seconds, no matter what you did, and like it was interrupting dialogue. So someone was talking about a mission we just did, and they were just like, "So I think you got to go." And just cell phone came up, close it. Mm. Anyway, so was, cell phone came up, and we were literally like, "This is literally we can't hear like the story, like exposition here. This is really fucking annoying." Um, and yeah, we've had loads of little funny bugs. We've had a couple of enemies fall through the map. We had Peter cycling on a bike with no feet. Um, <laughs> we've had some funny ones, um, but generally the game it, it it does play really, really fucking. Jesus, is that game fucking fun to play? Um, Did you? Did you notice a decrease in a graphic or anything like that? That's one thing I've uh, seen. What decrease compared to the trailers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a little bit. And I've seen some things online as well of people doing freeze frames of like certain things. Um, there is a little bit. I, I think they did tone it down a little bit, mainly in terms of like more like external things. Like I noticed one of the ones that I noticed when we were playing earlier today. And I saw a freeze frame on afterwards as well was Lizard. Um, and like when he like roared, like in the trailer, there was like saliva everywhere and stuff like that. And in the game, like there was none of that. It was just like a, some sound waves. It was just, it was dumbed down basically. And I think the textures on him were a little bit dumbed down. Um, but I think generally speaking, not enough for me to be like, hey, that's not like what the trailers were like. You know, like it's not that bad, I don't think. Um, I've been swindled. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah. What did did you? If you if you genuinely like, do no, you feel like no. it's less or? I mean, I've not, I've not played it yet. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, but I'm very excited to. One. Yeah. That'll be a probably a November thing. It's fucking fun, dude. It, it's just it's just so fun. Like, and Miles is my favorite as well like he's by far the coolest spider-man in my opinion like abilities and stuff like that um yeah, yeah it's just really fucking fun like you, you you just can't go wrong um uh with it you know they just they have a formula and they've nailed it right you know they don't need to do any more or less just make a cool um campaign although it's quite short i've heard so so like 10, 10 hours 10 to 11 hours or something like that um I heard online someone platinumed it in under 30 hours. Damn. Which is quite short. 
I feel like that's that's always a hard judge, though, isn't it? Because that just depends on that's how easy or hard they've made. They've made the trophies. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But like some get some developers are like, let's just make these trophies easy to get. Some of them are just like stupid. It's like explore every pixel of the map. Yeah, but they will have oh, ones like that. Say. But they all do, and like do all the do all the side missions, do all of the freaking i don't want to do any spoilers but do it all of the things around the map do all of these this guys around the map you know all that like those are still the achievements um but uh i feel like if you were to do everything you're still getting you're still getting great value for money um but yeah that's been yeah uh, there has been a good a good release you know and credit to insomniac you know well done well done guys hell yeah well um i also wanted to say as well that uh isn't he uh persona 5 is out uh persona no persona tactics is out tactica yeah tactica is out in like three weeks two three weeks i think it's like early november um is that true that looks it? pretty cool yeah i think it's like 11th of november i think uh and that's straight into game pass that's pretty hype november 17th yeah yeah those jrpgs making their way to games pass that relationship um yeah. i think i'm gonna give that a go i love those sort of games i've never played the sony game but i love like tactic games like that and turn-based and yeah like xcomi and midnight sunny i love all that kind of stuff so yeah that's kind of cool i'll play spider-man at some point yeah you should yeah i have it on disc when we're all done with it maybe i can lend it to you i thought i thought you were just like rubbing it in then no <laughs> So that you can play it. No. I, mean, I made that conscious decision. So we can lend it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I'll, go, I'll get you. Um, yeah, it's it, it looks really good from what I've seen online. I have seen some bugs popping up, but you can never tell when you see shit like that online, can you? It's uh, yeah. like, every big release these days, someone will go and do something and find a bug, and, you know, and it is a big know. city, and there's a lot of shit going on. Like you're gonna find bugs in a game like that. Like it's still yeah, pretty yeah, polished, but... all things considered. But I have seen some like neutral commentators comment, uh, like say there's quite a few bugs in you as well. You know, you you anecdotally. Um, I did say, like a month back, Tim, I did say I kind of felt that this game was coming in a little bit hot, hotter than they would like it to. I just I got the sense from the trailers that there was just a couple of rougher edges than I think Insomniac usually are really good at not allowing to be there. Um, so just gonna toot my own horn a little bit, you know, just say um, yeah, I called that one right, you know. I mean, there could have been an, an an element of that, and PlayStation were just like, "No, we need this this year." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly like, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, we would have liked to release this around like Jan, Feb, or something, but PlayStation were like, "This year, we need yeah. it." But that's if there's a Starfield-sized hole in our catalog, yeah, and but... you know, Forza as well. I don't um, think it's it's enough to obviously have harmed the game in particular. Anything drastic? Well, uh, clearly not. Yeah, I mean, nobody spoke about any bugs, did they? No, well, that, nobody spoke that about is, it. That is that is a little sus. Like I do expect, mm. I, I expected some bug talk to come up because there there are some, uh, and I think generally people are getting small bugs big bugs like er er everyone's getting something in their playthroughs i feel and for it to just not be mentioned at all is a little bit odd but um yeah not enough to harm cool. the game in my opinion yeah sure this yeah it's still still looks like a really great game but there's just a couple of bugs that maybe pull the experience down just just a little bit um was there anything else you wanted to say about Spider-Man, Caden, or was that was that it? 
No, it's just interesting to hear kind of what your level like levels of interest on it were, because I'm very excited for it. I've just not got around to doing it just yet. Because oh, my friend has my five, so I'm yeah. fiveless. No, right. that's a rip. Yeah, as soon as Tilly's done with it, I think I'm going to jump on it and play it. I think. Same. Cool. All right, um, Tim, let's fucking hit the jingle. Mm-hmm. Do the do the wingle. Yeah. Get out of here, everyone. If you've enjoyed our company and our presence, um, you can you can hit the like button if you like. You can you can subscribe. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just gonna do my weekly reminder to not hit the notification bell. Like, don't hit that. Nobody does that shit. Fuck that. Do you have notifications oh, on, Caden, for all your YouTube? You, you're no, a YouTube just, man. Worth it. It's nothing. I'm going to ask you to do it. I'm, I'm it not going to ask you to keep it real. It's just our generation. Something that I wouldn't otherwise do. Or you. Yeah. 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 Is it just our generation? Or is this just... Oh no. Shit feature from YouTube. I don't understand. It feels like a shit feature, doesn't it? Because all the YouTubers ask for it because they, like, part of the revenue is based on how many people have that um, clicked. Um, but nobody does it because it's like I don't want my phone to be fucking spammed every time you put a video up. It's true. <laughs> I'll come and find you, you know. Anyway, this was an outro, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be back next week, probably, maybe. Anything happening in the next week from the Xbox front? I don't think so. Dead Space will be out. I'll be spooky time, uh, sort of. Um, so we'll see you for the spooky episode of... Uh, the QRP. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.